like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, okay, okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Eric Lyons. Welcome to episode 103 of Electrified, man. How's everybody doing out there, man? I hope everybody's doing great. I'm doing great. Um, Happy Tuesday. Man, listen. I told you guys we was going to make history this week. I told you guys it's going to be a history-making week. Uh, this is the first time in Electrified history that I'll be dropping not one, not two, but three episodes in one week and three in the span of, what, four days? Um, so here's here's how it's going to go. Today, you know, we got today episode 103. Thursday will also be the first time that I've had a co-host. Um, I got Sean Davis of the podcast uh, Sports Headlines. Also, a um, member of Stadium Stadium Scene TV, he will be my co-host on Thursday. Uh, we have a show Thursday. That's episode one hundred four. So the first time I had a co-host, and then you know the second episode this week, and then I'm coming back on Friday for episode one hundred five, and then that's it for the week. Also, that'll be it for a little bit. Look, I, I know. Listen, man, I've been taking not breaks, but there's been some. You know, lapse in time between episodes. That's why I'm giving you guys three this week to make up for how um, how crazy July was compared to June. But here's the thing: my birthday <laughs> is on Sunday, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna need a couple days. All right. Um, so let's see. I will probably be back next Friday. Not uh, wait, wait. Why am I telling you guys this now? What I'm saying is, after this week, next Friday is when the next time you'll hear me. Between next Thursday and Friday, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, but right now, you know, we got episode 103 today, episode 104 on Thursday, and episode 105 on Friday. Uh, yeah, man. So big things coming, big things coming. Also, I have an announcement soon regarding uh, something else coming soon. I, I, I just know I got something else coming. But if you have not already, make sure you get your Electrify t-shirt, man. Brand new shirts out. They're going fast. Uh, shout out to everybody who bought, who already purchased theirs, especially on the surprise drop. You know what I mean? That was that was crazy. Appreciate the support, man. Go get your Electrify t-shirt. Teespring.com slash Electrify store. Make sure you do that. But enough about that, man. We got a lot to talk about. And there's a reason for the title of today's episode. What's beef? Look, man, there's a lot of beef to talk about. There is it's a lot, it's a lot going on, man. And I think it's funny that last week I started the show when y'all must have forgot, you know, Rory Jones because that was the title of the episode. And then we find out that Mike Tyson and Rory Jones will be facing off each other, uh, facing off against each other, as of right now uh, on September 12th in the eight round exhibition match. Man, what what even is 2020? Like, what exactly is going on, bro? What exactly is going on? When I was getting prepped for this, I could not believe that I was, you know, doing a tale of the tape for Rory Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson at their big ages. I look, listen, man, this is nuts. This is nuts. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is unheard of. Look, man, these guys are old. 
men like grand grandpa old not uncle old but like like go sit your ass down oh like that's how old they are and it's crazy that they had decided to get in the ring together look is this is crazy we're gonna but we're gonna get through we're gonna break this down we, we are going to break this down let's just start off with i don't know how this is gonna go but praise up to both men because this is this is crazy but i will say that the tone in their voices completely different all right let's this in this is from this clip is from an interview with um mike tyson and big boy and this is this is what mike had to say this is not, this don't got nothing to do with the fight this is just mike being mike please please take a listen to this i know the art of fight i know the art of war that's all i ever studied that's why I'm so feared. That's why they feared me when I was in the ring. Cause I saw my, I was an annihilator. That's all I was born for. And now those days are gone. It's empty. I'm nothing. I'm working on being the art of humbleness. Can you be with me? That's the reason why I'm crying. Cause I'm not that person no more. And I miss them. Cause sometimes I feel like a bitch. Because I don't want to, I don't want that person to come out. Cause if he comes out, hell is coming with. Um, I don't know about y'all, but anybody that say hell is all, you know, hell is coming with, I'm taking that serious. I don't want to fight that at any age. It could be 54. It could be four. I don't want to see that at all. I don't care how old the man is. Anybody talking like that? No. Listen, I'm tell you what, this, this right here, the person that he talking about, this he talking about the Mike Tyson that was was telling people he's gonna eat that he wanted to eat their children. Uh, he he also said he wanted to eat other things that I will not repeat. But you can go find that press conference. Some people know what I'm talking about. Look it up, you'll see. Um, Mike is a nut. We know that, but Mike is also um. Look, man, I'm scared for Roy. I am. I'm scared for Roy. I'm scared for Roy because. Mike is huge, man. Mike's huge. He is. And, and he talking like this? That's what you want to get in the ring with? No way. Now let's take a look. Look, let's listen to what Rory had to say in the pay-per-view. Um, this with the first promo commercial. Let's let's just listen to the tone and listen to the energy that Roy is bringing to this big monumental historic fight. Just 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 take a listen. Boxing is a brutal sport. He dominated, dominated. His legs are huge. His thighs are huge. His arms are huge. His neck is huge, so it's like, it's very risky, yes, but God is in control of all. I was beating everybody in every weight class I was in, what she gonna do? See, Roy, Roy talking like he about to go see God, and, and Mike sound like he about to go, he's going to send him there. Bro, what the hell is Roy talking about? Roy don't sound like he want to do this, man. Talking about how big Mike is, now granted. Look, Mike don't look like he's 50, 54, but Roy does look like he's 51. It's true. Um, I don't know what the hell Roy said at the end of that. Uh, I I don't know if that was a CTE flaring up or he just, that's just Pensacola talking. But Roy, 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 
Roy, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know, look, I know HBO. You know they went out of business. I, I know, I know you don't need the money. I hope, but you don't got to do this. You don't have to do this, please. <laughs> all right, let me stop playing. Look, I'm, I'm look. I know this is all jokes because I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all something real serious. It's not gonna go the way a lot of people think. I've been trying to tell my dad this all summer. I don't care how many time, how many scary sparring videos. I don't care about how many scary workout videos. I don't care how in great shape Mike Tyson is is in. Mike Tyson is fifty four years old. Mike Tyson hasn't fought in fifteen years. The last time Mike Tyson fought, I was in the first grade. I turned twenty two on Sunday. Roy Jones has been active this decade. Like active, active. Let's look at the tail of the tape. Let's start off with Roy Jones. Okay, first of all, Roy is 51, 66 and 9 all time, 47 knockouts. He has been knocked out six times. He's 5'11, 74 inch reach. Uh, he's orthodox. Now, here, here's here's the important, important, important stats right here. He's 12 and 1. Since December of 2011, including six KOs, he was knocked out in 2015. His last fight was August 2nd, my birthday, uh, 2018. He won unanimous decision. The point I'm trying to make here is Roy has been active in the ring, like like he's just like he hasn't like he's not in his 50s and he wasn't in his 40s. That's what I'm trying to say. He has been active. He's been active. He's been in the ring. He's he's taken punches. Like real punches, not sparring, real punches. He's been in that environment. He has his leg. I'm assuming he still has legs. Like my first vivid like boxing memories are Roy Jones fights. I was at the kind of the end of it, but I was I saw Roy. I, I saw the end, I, unfortunately, but I I I know more of Roy than I do you know Mike. I wasn't there when Mike was in his prime. I was there for the end of Mike. You know what I mean? So you look at Mike's side of things. He's 54, 50 and 6, including 44 knockouts. He's been knocked out a um, couple times. Okay. Uh, he's 5'10, 71 inch reach. Also orthodox. This is, once again, his last fight was in 2005, 15 years ago. Um,. And he lost three of his last four fights and knocked out twice. Once again, has not fought in 15 years. Now, a lot of people may not know this, but this fight was actually supposed to happen in 2003. Like this fight, even earlier, this fight was supposed to happen like at the turn of the century. This this is not a new thing. The Roy Jones and Mike Tyson connect. Like this isn't new. This is something that should have happened and could have happened and was like was about to happen. Let me tell you the story if you do not know this. So here's 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 what was going what happened. All right, so Roy was supposed to fight Mike back in 03, right? Roy won the WBA heavyweight title. And Mike was just coming off a KO victory. So it was inevitable. Everybody wanted to see this. It was a mega super mega fight. Uh, you know, Mike was ending his run but still has him left in the tank and, and Roy was basically on top of the world. The bag wasn't good. The bag wasn't big enough for Roy. Apparently, that's that's what I was. What I heard Roy will tell you a different story. He says, you know, it just it just didn't make sense. Like it, it, it's a lot of things. But honestly, 
I, we know, I know, it was the bag, and and apparently the bag was not right for Roy. So he ended up going to go fight um, Antonio Tarver twice for much less. So, look, man, I don't know what fans want to see this. Maybe the casuals, maybe this attract the casuals, but I need to see that pay per view pay per view. Price first of all, I'm not paying for. Uh, I don't know if the fans listening, but y'all know how I get down. But somebody will. And speaking of PPV, I think this is crazy that Triller, 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 like you know, Triller, not TikTok, not you know, Triller, the thing we used to like we used like five years ago, like when that was you know we were making music videos on there. Yeah, that Triller, fifty million pay, uh, fifty fifty million dollar deal. For the rights to uh, to stream this fight, that's nuts. They're not going to make that back. <laughs> like no way, no way. That's that's sad that they paid that much money for that. Um, but I I could only imagine that you know the big the big the big brands like they didn't want this. They wanted to probably stay far away from this as possible. Excuse me. And then we can't forget the undercard. Uh, Nate Robinson, basketball player Nate Robinson, will be fighting one of the Paul brothers. I do not know. I can't tell them apart. I don't care to, honestly, because I think they're both equally clowns. Um, but I will say, if Nate Robinson loses, he shouldn't be allowed in any basketball. No no big three. He Europe, China. NBA of course he, he shouldn't be allowed back in the basketball realm if he loses this fight because they they he ran he's been running his mouth a lot so I expect him to do things that he should do but back to the the main the main event um look this is gonna be a mess it's gonna be a mess it's going to be a hot mess and I can't wait to see it but September 12th has been uh the date that Canelo has been targeting, but he still does not have an opponent. So here 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 we go again. Here we go again. Same situation we were in last year. Literally the same situation that we were in last year when we had the Canelo fight. Was that last year or this year? Bro, time has been Everything has been so a blur. I think that was last year when Canelo fought and the UFC put that put their card on the same night. Was that the McGregor fight? I think that was the McGregor fight, bro. I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. Yes, yes it was. Yes it was the McGregor fight. That was the same night because that was fast. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, I think that was the McGregor fight. It was just, yeah, 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 yeah. And and they fought the same night as Canelo did. And um Dana was pissed that they did that. I hope that the zone, Golden Boy, all of them got their tails out of their um their heads out of their tails this time because I don't think it would be smart to to put the Canelo fight up against the the Roy Jones and Mike Tyson spectacular because people are gonna go watch that. People are going to tune into that. A lot more casual fans Are going to tune into that Because nobody knows what the hell is going to happen But compared to a Canelo fight That's not against Triple G Or not against a big name That that casual fans will know 
it's like, well, Canelo was probably going to outbox this guy and knock him out. So, huh? I think I'm going to go see the two old legends fight and see what the hell happens there. So, once again, if that happens, please do not put the Canelo fight on that same night. Listen, man. People want to see what they want to see. They're not going to want to see Canelo that night. I'm telling you. Because I know. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be up in the air for me. I probably have to be watching them both at the same time. Like, depending on the time and everything. Because I want to see what's going to happen when these two, when, when, when Pops and them get in that ring. Because that's going to be nuts. Nuts, bro. Um, but yeah, man, we'll, we'll be talking about this more as, as, as we get close to September 12th. Because we got a whole month before we get there. So. We'll be talking about that some more But staying on boxing I did want to touch on just um, two fights Well, a couple fights From the Showtime rollout Um, I'm not going to stay on this long Because these fights are far out But I did want to say that Charlos will be returning And on pay-per-view On September 26th And one of the Charlo brothers will be facing Sergi Dervinchenko This guy pushed Triple G to his limits Uh, That's going to be a great fight And then we got Javante Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz on October 24th. Once again, these are Showtime fights, and I will be touching on them again as we get closer to these fights. Uh, once again, they're far out. Not that not that far off, but not that close where I have to give you a full breakdown on them. But once again, I'll be I'll be you know watching that closer, and we'll be talking about that as the time comes. But moving on, still. We got we still got beef to get through. Let's let's talk about this Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams situation. Because this honestly, this confused me. It did, because I'm just like, uh, Le'Veon, I I'm really not understanding what you're upset about. I mean, alright. Maybe, you know, some phone calls went down between you two and and things were said and and maybe you thought it wouldn't go down like this. But didn't you sit out to get away from Pittsburgh? Like, weren't you actively trying to get away from Pittsburgh? You may not have been this vocal about it. Jamal Adams has been. But Oh man, man, we I didn't even I didn't even think about what just happened with the Jets on it. I'm not even gonna get into that entire organization with the with the racist thing because Wow. <laughs> wow. That's all I have for that. Wow. Not surprised though, but like I told you guys, it's these owners that you need to be aware of. This is this is what this is I'm trying to tell you guys, man. It's the owners. Alright? If you didn't know, you know, you look at that look at what's going on in Washington. Things thing Dan Snyder is in in the Washington organization are so fickle that they couldn't even come up with a, a, a team name. <laughs> Do you know how easy it is to come up with a team name? Do you know how many creative teams I've done in Madden since I was five? At five? Do you know how easy it is to create a team name? Create a team uniform? You, you guys said you were staying with the same color scheme. I don't think it's that hard to throw a, throw a slap a team name on it. Especially after the fans have given you the Washington Red uh, the Washington Red Tails. Um, what else did I see? The Washington bro, you can go on Twitter and find at least uh, fifteen different names for the uh, the Washington football team. But no, they're going to go with the Washington football team 
and just have a W on their helmet and Washington on their chest. I have never seen anything like that. Like how lazy and uh, what stubborn can you be? Like, but once again, they they do have a lot going over over there in Washington, uh, and the the team name is the least of their worries right now. So I do understand. But back to the drama at the Meadowlands. So yeah, like I was saying, man, I I I didn't understand where, where Le'Veon's energy was coming from. I didn't I didn't get that. So we all know that Jamal Adams have has been wanting out of uh the New York for some time now. Like if, you know he, he had said Dallas, that's where he really wanted to go. I don't know why. That's just that like I said that's that's New Jersey south. Um you know Dallas and then you know Baltimore their names came up. The name that was on the list that stuck out to me was Seattle. Cause I, I I thought that he would be a good fit in Seattle, and I thought Seattle would needed that again. They haven't had that type of defensive player since the 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 end of the Legion of Boom. So I thought they could use him, and then the trade went down. I was not surprised. I was surprised at the trade itself. Let's take a look here. The Seahawks received Jamal Adams in a fourth round twenty two pick. The Jets received um, Bradley McDowell. McDowell. I can't pronounce that man's last name, um, but he's a safety. A first round pick in 2021 and a first round pick in 2022. This looks like a trade that would happen in my fantasy football league. Some the Seahawks got fleeced. They definitely got robbed in broad in broad day. I don't I don't think that two first round picks was necessary here. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. But, hey, they got the deal done. That's all that matters. So, the trade goes down, and then the tweets the tweets come out. Because, you know, Twitter is Twitter is where we handle our problems these days. So, let's, let's take a look at the tweets. And I don't think they deleted them either. They, they said what they said, man. They said what they said. Let's go take a look. Alright, so boom. Here's what Le'Veon said. People do all the hooting and hollering to get you brought in just to leave. LOL. Like people weird, yo. The internet got these dudes doing whatever for attention. Even when they tell you Isha, they don't believe themselves. Goodness, that boy that boy is offended. Let's see what Jamal had to say. Noted. See you week 14. Wow. Wow. He said he sees him week 14. I mean, he's going to put he's going to put pads on him. Wow. Um, Here we go. Let's see what uh, my guy Le'Veon had to say after that. Noted. What? LOL. You lied. He lied. He he lied. He said you, you lied. Please trust that is noted. Then I don't like any of this grammar or the way this is typed out. I wish you guys could see this, but you can you can go look if you haven't already seen it. Then and if I'm supposed to take see you in week four as a threat, I don't. But it's still all love. And like I told you, on the phone, I want the best for you. If this is the best for you, I want it for you, bro. See how I ended up with love? That's nice. He mean that though. 
He ain't mean that though. Look, man, I, I I really do hate when we have to see things play out. Like, why am I lying? I don't hate this. I, I love it. Um, I love the drama. I'm messy. <laughs> I love to see this, man. Let's do it. Let's do it more. Show, give me the tea. I I don't get it. I don't know what these guys talked about behind the scenes, but obviously, Le'Veon feels like. He was betrayed and then the, the organization was betrayed But I don't understand how Once again he has been actively trying to get the hell out of there And for good reason The Jets organization They're looking a little funny recently Looking a little funny I told I told my guy Dev I wasn't going to really lean into the Jets I'll save that for Friday Because I do have things to say about the Jets I said I was going to keep this between them two, which I will. But um yeah, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what, you know, what what the problem here is. He was trying to leave. You knew that. They knew that. So when it happened, what what's you know, what's the, what's the problem? Why are you in your feelings, Le'Veon? Why are you in your feelings? Uh you did this, you literally did the same thing. So I I just didn't get that. But um Week 14, the circle on my calendar. It, it, it definitely is. I can't wait to see if Jamal gets to put the pads on him, man. Because, I, it, it, you know, or if Le'Veon's going to shake him up. Like, it, it, it's it, it, watch nothing happens and they just exchange jerseys after the game. See, this is why, man. This is just WWE, man. Come on. Come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Alright, what's next? We still damn, we still got beef. Let's stay on the football let's stay on the football side of things. So, this was interesting because I told you guys I was gonna be doing my top ten wide receivers soon and I think it went soon has just become this Friday because this uh NFL top one hundred players of twenty nineteen list has been a mess. And I stopped listening to that. I stopped watching that show. Like, I don't even watch it when it's on the network, and I just, I don't care about the NFL Top 100 list anymore because it, it's not a real thing. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. All right, so here's how this thing started, right? This, this is how this, this all started. So, Keenan Allen, right? Keenan Allen. Okay. Here's, 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 here's how it goes. So, Keenan Allen comes in on the, the, um... What's it called? NFL 100 list. At uh, what number was he? He was pretty high. He was he was he was very high. Honestly, he, I didn't expect him to be that high. But uh, let's see. Hold on, hold on. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? He said, "Oh my goodness!" He just tweeted some more stuff. He said, "I'm the best wide receiver in the AFC West." Goodness gracious! All right, here we go. Here we go. He came in at number 77 last year. He was number 38. All right, he didn't like that. I understand. Put some respect on Keenan Allen's name. I, I feel that. All right? Here's what he had to say. Quoted the tweet. Okay, I'm tired of biting my tongue. He added Tariq Hill, Mike Evans, and the wrong Chris Godwin. Chris, That Chris Godwin hasn't tweeted. In eight years, I mean seven years, but it's okay. And the list goes on. Are not a better receiver than me, faster than me, every day of the week. But separation, child, please. Wow, wow, 
Wow, that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. But I mean, what do you want him to say? These guys are good. These guys are better than me. I'm not good. Like, bro, you're supposed to, you're supposed to believe you're the best. And if you, and if you are, you know, you, you, you go show that on Sundays. Here's what Mike Evans had to say. He said what I said. You tagged the wrong Chris Godwin, LOL. And don't be mad at us. We ain't make the rankings or care about them. I like the confidence, but be realistic, bro. You're not on my level. Wow. You're not on my level, bro. That's that's tough. The, for, for somebody to tell you what level you on, that's kind of, yeah, that's tough. Uh, Chris Godwin said, oh, blank, LOL. Don't sweat it, G. Chris Godwin uh, <laughs> ain't better than me either. Hey, yo. That's funny. I, I I see. I can see. I can see. You know what Keenan Allen is trying to tell us. You know Keenan Allen. He runs some nasty routes. He does. I think when I think about Keenan Allen's route running, you know when I think about Devontae Adams, the his because I, I think once again he's the best route runner in the league. Um. Then my next, I, I look at Keenan Allen as well as another receiver that people overlook. I feel like you know they get lost, but yeah, I I understand. But the numbers, I don't know though. The numbers. Look at last season. Let's look at Mike Evans last season. He had sixty-eight receptions, one thousand uh, one hundred fifty-seven yards, uh, seven point three yards per catch. You know that's the average, um, and eight touchdowns. And you go look at Keenan Allen, one thousand one hundred ninety-nine yards. So more yards. Right, more yards, and then uh, less average, eleven point five average, six touchdowns, so two less touchdowns. Here's here's the thing about Keenan Allen, though. Keenan Allen since 2013, since coming to the league in 2013, he hasn't had a double digit touchdown season. You look at Mike Evans. Mike Evans has only had two since coming to the league in 2014. Yeah, yeah, twelve in 2014. 12 in 2016 um, His his career low was 3 in 2015 And he hasn't got back to the double digits since 2016 5, 8, and 8 Okay, these guys aren't scoring a lot But Chris uh, Mike Evans is putting up 1,000 Every year Over 1,500 in 2018 You, you go back to Keenan Allen's numbers uh, You know, he had the injury in 2016 But he's had two seasons under 800 yards And then he's um, Other than that He's had 1, 2, 3, 4 1,000 plus yard seasons I mean I'm not going to tell you Who I think is better right now I'm going to say that for Friday But there's arguments To be made On on, on both sides But I will say one thing That Keenan Allen Was right about I think that when, when Especially when you're Talking about Tariq Hill The only thing That he's better At these wide receivers At a speed And I'm going to leave that there that's all I got to say about that. That's all. Hey, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm done with that because I'm going to give away a lot for Friday, and I can't do that. So Friday, we'll we'll, t- we'll get back to that. We'll get back to the receiver list on Friday. All right, moving on. Damn, we still got more beef. All right, so this right here, the Lou Will thing has, I believe, has been misconstrued and completely blown out of proportion. Excuse me. But I must admit, when I first saw it, it didn't look good. I was like, oh, no. Why is, why is Lou? 
leaving the bubble why is he in the club with jack harlow it didn't look good it didn't look good but of course you know we didn't have all the details and i knew more would have to be said so lou will left the nba bubble for a funeral and he stopped in magic city to get some wings that's all he wasn't there for the adult entertainment he stopped to get some food that's it Sharice told me magic city got good wings Good nuggets and good catfish nuggets. That's what I heard. I've never been. I've never been that far down south. I would like to. Uh, but I would also like to participate in all the adult entertainment. But I guess I can see what the food is like as well. Okay, moving on. Um, so here we go, man. Kendrick Kendrick Perkins. Uh, first of all, who thought it was a good idea to give Kendrick Perkins that big of a platform? Every time I see Kendrick Perkins on my TV, I ask myself why. Why is he here? That's what I say. Why is Kendrick Perkins here talking to me? Because what does Kendrick Perkins have to say that I actually can I don't think the same thing with Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh I don't think I've ever woke up or ever been in a situation where I've said, Man, I wonder what Kendrick Perkins has to say about this. Man, I wonder what Spencer Dinwiddie thinks about this. I could give a damn what Spencer Dinwiddie or Kendrick Perkins has to say. Especially Kendrick Perkins, because Kendrick Perkins he does a lot. He does a lot of rapping. All right, so Kendrick was on. I don't know what show he was on. Oh, Get Up on ESPN. I hate ESPN. It's disturbing when a rookie in Zion Williamson can act more mature than NBA vet Lou Williams. He also told Lou to do better. Here's what Lou had to say on Twitter. Once again, we take everything to Twitter these days. 15 years in this business and the most dirt you have on my name is stopping to get hot wings during a pandemic. Perk. Shut up. Stop laughing and saying it's just TV when you run into me, too. That's tough. But I digress. I went home to see a man off to his final resting place. That was a giant in my life. I don't want to get lo- I don't want that to get lost in all this attention. So, again, long live the great Paul Williams Sr. Back into my quarantine so I can join the guys soon. Peace. My what I didn't like about it when this first came out was that Jack Harlow was like, "Yo, that's an old picture. Like, dog, why are you lying? Like, we see, we see the masks. Like, those those are new. Like, they only got those in the bubble. Come on, dog. That was nuts. But I, I understand. Um, Olu also said, "Ask any of my teammates. That's my um, what's my favorite restaurant in Atlanta is. Ain't nobody partying. Chill out, lol. Hey, yo. Um." Let me go look at Lou's Twitter real quick because I saw something else that was um let's see. Oh man, KD got involved, tweeted out the uh the the um what's it called? Screenshot of Kanye when he was like he running around like he pop. Talking about uh Perk because we we know KD don't like Perk either. Mm-mm-mm. And then Montrez Hell, he he's Montrez Harrell stepped in the stepped in a you know, he had to throw his hat in the ring. Big Perk, what you're not gonna do is talk talk wild to the OG when you don't got off when you don't got all facts. That's a, that's offending, man. You don't got all the facts. You know, so look man, Perk just need to shut the hell up. Alright, mind the business that pay him. That's what a lot of these analysts, so-called analysts and, and media members need to do, man. Because you know, you 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 get to talk about somebody personally, you start to attack, uh, start to attack somebody's character, and you don't even know what you're talking about. Like they made this such a big thing. Like that was this was a real story uh, coming into this week. 
Oh, look at Lou. Like, this is Lou Williams, bro. Lou ain't never had no problems that I know of. Lou, Lou, just go, go to the court and hoop, man. Go to the arena hoop. That's all Lou do. I ain't never heard of Lou, and no, and no situations, man. All, all I know Lou to do is just have his two girls and go drop buckets. That's it. That's all I know Lou to do. And then you know, finally they get something on him, and it's literally nothing, actually. And they decide to run, run it into the ground. Like we just saw So yeah I think what we can learn from this is, is Just mind the business that pays you man And and when you want to go talk about something But that's what anything As far as the media goes They just don't take the time To get the facts Or Get the facts and don't care And just want to you know roll for the clickbait Or roll and get more views And get more um, traffic Because that's what, that's what a lot of these guys do they come out with these wild opinions, and especially when it's a uh, like a panel show, and they gotta disagree with someone because you can, you don't want to always be the guy that agrees with everybody. But we all have our different opinions, but it's always gonna be one guy that has a different opinion every time. And you know, I, I hate that guy. I will never be that guy. That's my goal is to be uh, as real as possible and to know all the facts before I jump on something because I'm not going to just tell you guys. How I feel about something if I don't completely know about it That's why I do my research And that's why I read all the articles I read And I'm not just taking things um, at face value I'm going to go and dig and dig and dig Until I get to the bottom of what it is And then I'm going to form my own opinion Not the opinion that Twitter wants me to have Not the opinion that somebody on ESPN wants me to have I'm going to form my own opinion I'm going to sit down here I'm going to uh, speak it out to you guys And there, there, yeah, there it is man that's, that's all it is to it And leave Lou the hell alone man Please, please leave Lou alone um, I think that's all I have for that is that it for the beef? All right, we're done with the beef. We're done with the beef. Uh, let's talk about uh, the, the the pandemic real quick. Well, not real quick, just for a little bit. So, because I'm about to get you guys out of here soon. So, basically, the Miami Marlins have a COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, 14 uh, people, you know, players and coaches, I think they were in Philly, contracted the virus. Now, here's the thing. I'm not buying that they got that in Philly. I don't think they got it in Philly. I think they had it in Florida before they left, and they took it with them, and they lied and said, no, we were, we're good, and decided to play with it. Because there ain't no way y'all just y'all just get that on the way. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all nasty. Y'all brought that from Florida because Florida's a wasteland, and that's what happened. Look, I'm going to tell, tell you something. I've been going in on a lot of states as of late. Let me tell you guys who I don't like. We already know my beef. I cursed Indianapolis for the next 10 to 15 years. Because how did the Andrew Luck? Um, I don't like Utah. The entire state of Florida is on my list as well. And this is they're on my list. So we got Florida, Indianapolis, Utah. Wait a minute Indianapolis is a city Yeah I don't like the city of Indianapolis But Indian Wait a minute Hold on Hold on Hold on Hold the phone 
Hold the phone. Yeah. I don't like Indianapolis. And that's the capital of Indiana. They can go to hell. I'm not a fan. So. <laughs> y'all gonna laugh at me about that. But I can't wait. When y'all hear this, y'all gonna laugh at that. Um, yeah, so we got Indianapolis, Utah. Don't like Utah. Florida. Entire state of Florida. Y'all nasty down there. All right. Florida man always doing something crazy. Florida man just took all his COVID relief fund and bought himself a Lamborghini, and now he's going to jail. I saw that yesterday. Yeah, that's that's crazy, but I, I feel it though. Um, so yeah, you know, I think the Marlins knew they weren't right. They said, you know what, we're gonna go ahead and sneak up here to Philly. Ain't nobody gonna find out. And then we found out. And then I think the tweet that was one of the best tweets was. Like how many They had more cases Than some country Let's see How many How many cases How many more cases Do they have Cause they had a real They have a real live outbreak Okay here we go uh, This is Let's see There are more cases Of COVID On the Marlins Than the entire country Of New Zealand That's kind of crazy That's wild to think about a Professional baseball team In America has more has more COVID than the entire country. That's wild. But you look at the rest of the excuse me. You look at the rest of the world compared to us. Yeah, we're not doing good. We're not doing good in my own state. We were doing great, man. We were doing great, man. We had a good June. I think after the Fourth of July, we were all right. And then it's just like these last couple of weeks, man. Maryland has been terrible, bro. Like. We've gotten back up to thousands of cases in a day. Like, we were doing so well, man. The people want to keep going to Ocean City. And it's just like, bro, why, bro? It's Ocean City. Like, I know people went to Ocean City. Like, dog, y'all. Really? Ocean City? That's You're risking your life for Ocean City? Really? Of all places? Yeah, no, that's nuts. Um, But I'm not here to judge, man. You can do what you want to do. But... Yeah, poor, poor us, man. We were doing so well, but the country is going to hell in the handbasket, man. We until we fix this. And then you look at what's going on in MLB. You you, you see it, it's possible that that athletes are not immune immune to the to the virus. Then you look at how the NFL season is about to go, and you look at already five Patriots players, including Brandon Bolden, um, and uh, who else? Danny Vitale. Who else on that list? A couple of other guys on that list that said, well, you know what, we're not playing. They opted out already. Now, I don't know if that's because of the, of the COVID-19 or because they don't want to play without Brady. Hey, who knows? But, yeah, definitely uh, going to be some problems there because it, you're not doing the bubble thing, all right? You're still you're still traveling, trying to travel normal schedule. Just You're still trying to have – talking about fans coming – this is going to be bad, man. I, I I know they got things worked out good. We will have a season, but how long will we have a season for is the question now. I'm trying to be optimistic, people. I am. But I don't know if we're going to make it to week five. You know what I mean? I don't know, man, because I just don't know. It, it's just going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's just going to be hard, man. It'll be very difficult to uh 
to make to 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 contain and and to, to you know to just not have that happen to a team or players, certain players. I don't know. Who knows, man? Who knows? But I let's see. Oh, I wanted to touch on WNBA. Excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry. I wanted to touch on the WNBA. Uh, shout out to Kyrie for do, uh, donating 1.5 million dollars into a basically a fund for you know players who want to opt out. But you know how to pay Same thing that I was talking about last week They don't want to pay certain players If they opt out So thank you shout out to Kyrie for doing that Using his platform But in his means to help The uh, the women of the, the WNBA So People brought this up And I and I, I, I knew this on my own Like I, I've always seen that the WNBA Has been down But I'm glad that people are Everybody's understanding that because even you know Tori Smith tweeted low key the WNBA women have been involved with social justice longer than most people. They don't get credit enough. They don't get enough credit, which is true, which is actually true. You look at something you know uh, it's the Bleacher Report post, but you look at the links. They held a press conference in 2016 and wear shirts honoring Philando Castile. It's 2016. Uh, the Fever Nil during the national anthem in 2016. Players call for the removal the removal of Kelly um, Loffler Loffler excuse me who opposed Black Lives Matter movement and then you know this season's dedicated to Breonna Taylor. We've seen WNBA teams walk off during the national anthem. We've seen the Breonna Taylor montages. We've seen the shirts. We've seen the press conferences. Thank you to the women of the sports world for standing up for what they believe in. And not being afraid to do so And taking all the criticism But I would say twice the criticism As the men would for doing such For doing such I love what I'm seeing in the WNBA And if you don't like it that's on you We don't care at this point I don't care who doesn't like the the movement I don't care who has a problem With people exercising their freedom of speech And freedom uh, You know all of their freedoms You know with the protests and all I don't care at this point If you don't like it Fine, don't watch. Don't watch. You don't have to watch. That's fine with us. And I don't I'm 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 gonna stop addressing people who don't like it. I'm gonna stop addressing the people who don't want who still see the, the problem and kneeling four years later. I'm gonna stop addressing the people who don't understand why we say Black Lives Matter. I wanna stop addressing the people who don't understand why we blur these the, the Black Lives Matter T shirts and why we say say her name and why we want justice for Breonna Taylor still Almost four months later So Done addressing you Like I said before Countless times on the show If you don't understand It's because you don't want to And you are the problem Period And with that said That's all I got for you guys man um, Back on Thursday once again For episode 104 uh, this has been episode 103, man. Thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Shout out to everybody who bought a shirt. Make sure you go to teespring.com slash electrify store and get you a good electrify t-shirt, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening once again. I'll be back on Thursday, man. Thursday. And for the 103rd time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.